Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and Craig, welcome into No One Asked Us. I don't us. fit into any one of those categories? I don't know. I'm not sure I do half the time. All this Actually, stuff I will take that because I'm, I'm one of a kind. Artificial. Okay. And we're done. Uh, this is No One Asked Us, um, episode two of season three. We officially started season three last week. So, uh, welcome. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you're watching this live, uh, join the comment section, join the chat, let us know what's up, give us your thoughts. Uh, we're going to talk plenty of Illini football, uh, some Illinois basketball stuff. We'll kind of dabble around uh, the world of sports and pop culture and who knows what else. Uh, we didn't really discuss some things before the show even started, so we might be kind of doing some things <laughs> on the fly too. Uh, but that's what we do best around here because, quite frankly, no one really asks us to be here. Uh, he's Craig. I'm Logan. Uh, as always, give us a like, share, subscribe, all that stuff, wherever you're watching, on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Pods, uh, whatever it is. Follow us on social media, on, I'm always going to call it Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, I think that covers all of that stuff. You know, we say that. We say all the time, I'm always going to call it Twitter. I'm always going to call it Twitter. How long before we stop calling it Twitter? I, I mean, right now it's still Twitter.com. It is. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't know. I I think this whole thing's ridiculous. And now he wants to get rid of the block function, and he's getting dunked on by Twitter, basically saying like we can't do this. So I don't know. Uh, X Twitter, whatever. Um, yeah. How are you? You good? You you got some, you got a new setup a little bit. Maybe the audience may or may not even realize it, but yeah. you've upgraded your some of your technology. Yeah, I got a new got some new equipment. Got some new equipment. Um, I've been working on the same desktop computer for 10 years now, so we have upgraded that. Still working on some of the logistics. I think it looks a little yellow. Might need to work on the color a little bit. It does. Can but, you color uh, correct your uh, webcam? I don't think I can color correct the webcam, but the lights do change mm. change hues. Next, we need to get you a mic stand. Yeah, I broke my stand and broke my the arm that I used to have it connected to. Mm. And I can't find the old one that screws into it, so I'm going uh, like TV style, holding the mic. Hope you don't need to bit. type anything over the course of the next <laughs> yeah. hour. You're gonna have to take over the show. Um, that's why I'm here. I'm here to take over. Uh, well, everyone comes for Logan Lee. Everyone anyways. comes for Logan Lee. Well, South Bend Hawkeyes in the chat, uh, commenting on my color last week. I was wearing uh, Iowa colors, but al although I kind of thought I was wearing USC colors. Uh, and now this week, apparently, I'm wearing Michigan colors, although I'm wearing an Indiana Pacers shirt. Um, Michigan, I mean, they're a little darker blue, but that's fine. I get it. Did you figure out if you know who this is yet? No. I don't – I mean, I don't know if I know who this person is. Uh, if I know who you are, let me know. But um, I don't know any Hawkeye fans here in South Bend. Maybe. Maybe they are. I don't know. This person is. Whatever. Uh, so you're good? Life good? Great. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? We get uh, we get real football in like four days. I know. Five days, so. None of this preseason yeah, stuff. Yeah, uh, Notre Dame. We'll we'll talk a little bit about the football season, but uh, obviously that's where I'm at in, in South Bend, and everything is a buzz here because uh, Week Zero kicks off in just a few short days, and the the Irish are headed out to Ireland. So uh, the Irish in Ireland um, against Navy. So that game is on Saturday. Remember when Illinois was supposed to be playing that game? 
Yeah, that was a that's a tie. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, I got to meet the uh, the king mayor of Dublin. He came to Champagne to promote the game. You <laughs> were a huge chain. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, good times. Good time. Uh, yes, South Bend Hawkeye. I do live in South Bend. Been here for about uh, eight years. Eight years. So we'll chat later, uh, whoever you are, uh, and we'll have a we'll, we'll have a we'll have a powwow. Um, yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, I know you didn't ask. Um, you know, just 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 chilling, just chilling, waiting don't for ask, football. Um, I know. No, but literally no one asked. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's just get into some things. Uh, let's okay. start with Illini football, shall we? Uh, Illinois doesn't start this week. Obviously, they start in week one. Just a few a small handful of games in week zero. But either way, we're still just a little over a week. Um week and a half away from Illinois kicking off their season. Uh, Brett Bielma did announce today uh, officially that Luke Altmeyer will be the starting quarterback in week one uh, against Toledo uh, to be really a shock to no one. Um, that's why he came to Champaign. And I think it would be alarming if he wasn't the starting quarterback in week one. So, uh, but either way, Brett, or uh, yeah, waited as long as he did to make that announcement for whatever you know, his reason being scouting or anything else. But uh, officially, uh, the Ole Miss transfer, Altmeyer will be the starting quarterback uh, in week one. Um, I mean, I guess he technically beat out John Paddock, um, the the transfer from Ball State, who had a lot more experience um, than Altmeyer did at the college level. But again, Ball State's not quite the same as Ole Miss. Um Either way, John Paddock is, is very clearly the, the primary backup here. A lot of experience. That's something you want to have. You want to have that experience in your locker room and, and on your field in certain situations. But I think we all knew that this was Altmeyer's uh, position to lose. Correct? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. He's um, – yeah, Paddock is the most experienced in the room, but it's a, it's a MAC-level experience. You know, he, he was he's a good he's a good backup, which is gonna be his role. Um Altmeyer came into Ole Miss highly touted. I think he was a, a ninety or I don't know how you say twenty four sevens rating systems, but he was a point nine one or point nine two recruit, uh top twenty quarterback coming in as a as a freshman to Ole Miss. So the pedigree is there, the talent is there for Altmeyer. Um he just didn't see the field much. He got beat out in the quarterback competition, uh, both last his freshman year and last year. Um, only threw 17 passes last year. Most of them, or maybe all of them, in one game. Didn't he come in late, or did he had to fill in for Pretty someone? Good, yeah. well, he played played in four games in 2022. Um, oh, it was a blowout. It was a he was six of 13 for 90 yards against Central Arkansas. The game that Ole Miss won fifty nine to three was it his freshman year? Then there was a, yeah, it was his freshman year that I'm thinking of in the Sugar Bowl. Uh, was it Jackson Dart or yeah, who was their Jackson Matt Dart Corral? Both of these. Matt Corral got hurt. Yep. Um, Altmeyer's freshman year, and so he had to play in the uh, in the bowl game. He went fifteen of twenty eight for one hundred and seventy four yards, one interception, two touchdowns. So his true freshman year, he uh, he got thrown into the fire. Um, in the Sugar Bowl, I mean, he held his own. He carried the ball 17 times for negative 13 yards, but college counts sacks as negative yardage and into your yardage and all that. So, um, yeah, this was the right choice. It was the right choice. He's the most talented. He is 
kind of similar. Uh, I don't want to say similar to DeVito. He's not a game changer. In that way, he's similar to DeVito. He's not a game changer. He's not a he's not a Heisman candidate. He's not a Big Ten, Big Ten Player of the Year candidate. He's just a guy that Illinois needs to come in and, and do the job. That's the kind of quarterback that Brett Bielema wants. He doesn't – I mean, I'm sure he'll take a Caleb Williams if he can get a Caleb Williams, but that's not how his offense goes. They don't really go through the quarterback. They go through the running game and the offensive line and just making the right decisions – so that's what Altmeyer needs to do for Illinois, and they're, Illinois is going to be just as successful as they were last year, in my opinion. Seven or eight wins. Yeah, I, I think they're they're very much just looking to for him to replicate the Tommy DeVito type of season. I mean, just a competent, ex, competent quarterback with some experience um, that can play at the highest level, and they keep you at foot that can keep your offense in football games. Um, you know, we we talked about it last week. We we know. We know what's around him in terms of skill positions. Don't exactly know how much you're going to get out of some of those guys, but uh, yeah, just having a competent quarterback um, that has the skill sets that he does uh, is that's a plus for for Illinois. Um, and then as as we talked about, having a backup like Paddock uh, is nice to have too. Somebody that has the experience playing, you know, Division One football. Um, that can that can help you in in moments where you need him as well. So yeah, it was the obvious choice. I think it was um, all but a guarantee. And you know, barring some unfortunate circumstance or something miraculous happening, I think that was pretty much always how it was going to be. That's why he came here, um, and that's where we're at. So uh, moving on from the Altmire uh, announcement, the negative stuff uh, on the flip side is that. Uh, defensive back Matthew Bailey is probably out week one. Um, doesn't sound like he's going to be Interesting ready. Interesting wording from Bielema. Yeah, it doesn't probably. sound like he's going to be ready by September 2nd is what I've heard. Um, which you're already uh, starting the season. Um, well, you know what you lost from the secondary last year, I guess is what I was getting at. Um, and he was really the most consistent piece left. Um, from the from the defensive backfield last year, um, so that's not great. It's not a great uh, way to start your season, but um, hopefully, you know he can he'll be fine for week two. I think would be the goal here. Um, you know, let him let him rest up for another week or so, and you know, hopefully he's ready uh, for that second one. But either way, that's not exactly what you wanted to hear uh, out of Bielema this week. I think in the press conference today, actually, I saw some of the reporters saying that they're shooting for the Penn State. So week three for Bailey to come yeah. back. Um, I mean, I said it last week. My biggest concern, not really concern, my biggest question mark, and um, I guess it is a concern, is the secondary because of what you said, what what they lost in the secondary to the draft last year. And Matthew Bailey was a s- starter, probably slotted in at safety for him. So, um Bielema seems to be happy with who he has back there right now. Um, and Bailey is, you know, it's his sophomore year. So take care of him. Make sure he's healthy before you throw him on the field. So I'm not – I think it's a it's a good thing not to be rushed back and and to make sure he's healthy before he comes back. But, yeah, that's uh, – for him to be the only one on, like, the two deep or three deep to have an injury right now is 
is a pretty good sign, though. Yeah. No, so I agree. I'm, I'm totally totally okay with him being the only injury right now. Yeah. No, that's 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 nice to know. Nice to see. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, you don't lose him for two weeks. But yeah, I, I that's kind of what I've seen as well. That he's probably going to miss week two against Kansas. Um, but hopefully, he gets back for that game, um, and then you're fine. But um, yeah, it sounds like Penn State is what they're shooting for there. Um, we'll just kind of keep moving on some of these, uh, bullet points from a football standpoint. Uh, this one's kind of interesting because yeah, yes. The word on the street has been that Caleb Griffin was going to be doing a triple threat, uh, triple mm-hmm. play of sorts. when it comes to kicking, it was going to be doing the field goals, the extra or the field goals, the kickoffs and the punting potentially mm-hmm. all three. But now Bielema is saying that he may not even be the kicker um freshman david alano is still competing for that position so maybe bielema is trying to fire caleb up or maybe caleb is going to do two of the three not the third i don't know uh but i just thought that was interesting because that had been like the you know there was a couple stories out in different um different sites and papers and things that talked about caleb and that he was potentially going to be doing all three and then the report today is that he may not be the kicker so uh what that means i guess we're not really sure does that mean he's not going to do extra points but he'll do the kickoffs and still maybe punt uh i don't know uh but i thought that was interesting when i saw that today very very not not normally do we talk about kickers on here well i guess we do because i think we both know caleb enough that we talk about caleb who doesn't know caleb at uh, this point (laughs) that's true dude's everywhere uh, he messaged me a couple about a month ago. He messaged me. He's like, "Hey, I'm driving through Louisville. You know any good golf courses?" <laughs> yeah, here you go. Here you go. Um, he's he's the dude. I don't know how he does it. I don't know if he's got a helicopter, private jet, whatever. But the dude's impressive with the amount of events that he can go to. Uh, but yes, I was definitely caught off guard when when Brett said that it's still a competition. I was like, "Whoa, uh, that that must mean that David Alano is like the next." Um, Shoot, what was the what was the kicker back in the early two thousands? Dimke was it? Derek Dimke, I think, was was yeah. an impressive kicker. Um, Steve Weather, Steve Weatherford. Um, I was a punter, but uh, yeah, it's it's very interesting that uh, a freshman is pushing a sixth year senior. Is that right? I think so. I think yeah, Caleb's, Caleb's in his sixth, sixth year. year. Yeah, yeah, uh, pushing a kick a sixth year senior. So. Um, it only means good things. I mean, competition's great. Um, just like we just talked about Altmeyer. I hope John Paddock pushes Luke Altmeyer for the starting job and Dev- Donovan Leary pushes him and uh, Kirkland Minshaw pushes for the starting job. I mean, it makes everyone better. So for a freshman to be pushing a incumbent six-year starter, even if it is for the kicker, I mean, that that's only good things for Illinois. Um, I mean, a good kicker in college is underrated. We've seen these SEC schools, uh, Alabama in particular, you know, they've been a dynasty, but how many games have they lost because their kicker or how many field goals have they missed because they don't use scholarships on kickers. And Brett Bielema used a scholarship on David Alano. I believe he also used a scholarship on the punter, Declan Dooley, who's a true freshman. So use a scholarship on that position because kicker is, it can make or break a game and, end up make or break in a season. So um, I'm totally okay with having a competition there, even if it is a, a, or 
even if a freshman is pushing a guy that we both know and, and like yeah. in, in Caleb Griffin, the local kid. No, and there's nothing wrong with it. Um, Caleb's a great guy, great kid, great athlete. I think that's been well-documented. about Great soccer player. Didn't yeah, play soccer? he played four sports in high school, so- soccer and football simultaneously, and was great at both of them. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of been his, his MO. But, yeah, he's a sixth-year kid, and it sounds like he's probably going to continue to do two of the three probably, just maybe not the extra points. Um, but whatever, he's he's going to be. If I had to guess, I I think Caleb's going to be the kicker opening. Down. I would guess I would so as well. Think, but if he slips up a little yeah. bit, you got a freshman and David Delano there to to yep. pick up the slack. Not not a bad thing to have a freshman that's ready to take over the the role um, when he's ready. Uh, also of note, I just saw uh, Chase McLaughlin's going to be the uh, Bucks kicker. Oh, you won, he the, won job? the job. I think they cut the other guy. Wow, so. Brandon McManus. He's been a staple yeah. in Denver for years. Yeah. Wow, good for Chase. Um, anyway, uh, last football note from Illinois. Honestly, we probably should have led with this. I don't know why most people aren't leading with this. And I, it's right there in the release. We talked about it beforehand. It's the first one ever. Uh, yeah, Johnny I just Newton saw it on Twitter. is Illinois' first ever preseason All American, Associated Press All American, AP. Yeah. Um, was just that was just came out today or yesterday. Uh, I guess it was today. It was today. Um, yeah. yeah, first ever, uh, first team preseason Associated Press All American. Um, he was also uh, first team AP or first team All American uh, listed by the Athletic, Athlon, uh, CBS twenty four seven, ESPN, and Walter Camp. Phil still had a Wait, hold on. Did you just say he was first team 24-7? CBS slash 24-7 sports. Because he was not on CB or he was not on 24-7's top 100 college football players entering the season. That's interesting. I'm just reading the release <laughs> on the Illinois football website. So if that information is false, uh, you can take it up with them. Uh, uh, but I don't know. But that's that's weird because he's like considered a high first round draft pick so why he wouldn't be on that list i have no idea uh yeah. but yeah johnny newton um first season initially preseason all-american when, when i saw and when you just said first preseason all-american in illinois ever i was like wow that's shocking and then i'm trying to rack my brain who else would it have been like yeah, I had kirk kittner but that's quarterback so i'm sure they're hey buddy richard mendenhall so i'm sure there's yeah, but he left after his big year, like right? He didn't come back yeah, after the know. Rose Bowl. I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. Like, Illinois guys, they have one good year and, and they leave. So, it's – I mean, juice. But, again, quarterback, that's a tough position to make a no. – to be an AP all preseason All-American. So, yeah. I'm not that surprised. It's fantastic that it's it's happening and it says a lot about the program. And I watch, I didn't watch the whole press conference today, but – I watched a little bit of it, and I think it was this question from um, Brad Osmussen um, about Johnny that last year, you know, Chase Brown was on Doak Walker Award watch list preseason because he ran for 1,000 yards his sophomore year. You know, this year, uh, Reggie Love and Josh McCray are both on the Doak Walker watch list, and they don't even have 1,000 career yards combined. So that says a lot about the program that Illinois is now getting guys that really haven't done anything on these preseason award watch lists because yeah. of what the guy before them does. 
So, you know, if Johnny goes out and he wins, what's the defensive lineman of the year award? Uh, I don't remember. I don't know what that one's called. But if he wins that award, you got to think next year, you know, there's some defensive lineman that's a freshman or sophomore now that might get put on the watch list because Illinois had a preseason AP All-American and a guy that could probably go first round and all that stuff. So good pub for the program. I mean, a preseason AP All-American is – any All-American is fantastic. So yeah, that's a big deal. It's, uh, it's really, that's really good to see. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, as you said, it's, a, it's just a great selling point for the program and just really shows you where the program is and compared to where they were um, even three or four years ago. So yeah. good to see um, Illinois football kicks off against Toledo uh, in uh, not quite two weeks. What if we get yeah. like eight, nine? I don't know. I can't count. 11 days. Um, whatever. That's great. Mm-hmm. Anything else Illinois football related? That's, not the fr- that's Saturday, right? The week two is a Friday night game. Yeah. Kansas, Kansas is Friday, is Friday night. night. Yep. Yep. Um, I don't think so. I'm scrolling through Twitter, and I don't I don't see anything football. There are a couple basketball things that have popped off. Uh, one that I didn't see until just now that you put in the rundown. But <laughs> football, I think uh, I think we're good. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll uh, we'll talk like a line I break down next week. Yeah, we'll do that, and we'll do like a season. You know, we'll give our picks and all that stuff next week. We're not going to worry about it leading into week zero, um, but we will do that leading into week. One, uh, the other big college football news this week: um, Jim Harbaugh, a Michigan self-imposed three-game suspension. Uh, this, from what I understand, is to try and what's the word that was used? I don't know. Water down the uh, ultimate suspension that he's going to receive from the NCAA. That it sounds like it's not going to be until next year. Um, for all of these issues, recruiting and all this stuff. Um, Is this the cheeseburger thing? Huh? Is this the cheeseburger thing? Could be. I don't know. I can't keep track. Everyone, when the, was it media day that it came up? They were like, he's getting suspended over cheeseburgers, but it's not really cheeseburgers. It's the fact that he lied about the cheeseburgers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, He's missing three tough games. Right? Huge games. Uh, I literally just read this. East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green. Man, they could go 0-3. They could. Imagine if it was a four-game suspension and they they lose their fourth to game. Rutgers. Their fourth game against. Oh, wow. <laughs> Man, could you imagine if you missed all of those and they go 0-4? Oh, that'd be terrible. Jeez. That's terrible. Um, yeah, whatever. Freaking risk. Um, I mean, it's. If, if this is what he's getting in trouble for, it's kind of stupid that he's getting suspended in the first place, honestly. But um, let's see. Uh, I'm not going to read this whole thing. Pete Thamel had a good had an article on Adam Rittenberg, whatever. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, three game suspension to start the season yeah. against um, the cream of the crop competition. Um, I don't think we really need to harp on this too much, but um, yeah, there's that. And then do we want to like? Uh talk about big 10 in general now since we're doing illinois next week we can we yeah. can uh Let's do that ohio state michigan next you think it's a two-horse race no penn state's getting a lot of talk this year south bend hawkeye wants his hawkeyes in that conversation are you ready to put them in the conversation 
I th- I think the big t- whole Big Ten West is a long step below. <laughs> I mean, that's how it was last year. I mean, we we yeah, did our I mean, power we rankings. We did our power game. rankings literally every week. It was always Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, and then everybody else. Whoever was leading the Big and Ten West. I think West that's how I think that's how it'll be. I mean, Penn State might close that gap a little bit. Um, you know, they could surprise somebody. Uh, maybe squeak out a game there. Um. I haven't looked at their schedule. I haven't really done a lot of digging into the Big Ten. Um, let's see. Let's yeah. look at – we don't need to spend too much time talking about Michigan and Ohio State because we know what they are and we know that – So I will just ask you, who's the better of those two? Uh, I'm going to say Michigan. I think I am I think too for the year. first time in a long yeah, time. Yeah, I think, I they, think, finally, I think the they finally got there. I, I yeah. think it's been Ohio State for a while, and Michigan yeah. has has closed that gap significantly to the point where you know they were beating them. Um, I think I think I would take Michigan at this point over over Ohio State. So Penn State uh, they open up with West Virginia, Delaware, Illinois Week Three. Uh, they host Iowa September twenty third. They go to Northwestern. They host UMass. They go to Ohio State on October 21st. They host Michigan on November 11th. Then they have Rutgers and Michigan State. Um, I mean, I certainly think all those other games are very winnable for them. Uh, So it's really just a matter of if they are able to win on the road in Columbus or at home against Michigan. You know what I could see this year? I don't know. Michigan's really good. I could see all of them splitting and each of them ending the year with one loss. That could be. I could totally see that happening. Let me ask you a little uh, little Big Ten trivia here. I'm not going to know this. <laughs> Ohio State's quarterback this year. Can you give me? No. <laughs> right? That's what no. I'm saying. Like, for the first time in forever, Who I don't is think. It? The Ohio State quarterback is a is a nationally known player. Um, I think it's a it's a competition, but I can't find the second guy. I know I think it's Kyle McCord. Kyle I think McCord, Kyle Devin McCord, Brown. Devin Brown, that's the one. I think Kyle McCord has the lead. Um, I think him and one of them, I think, played with Harrison in high school or in youth or, or something because they've been – I saw an article that they, like, threw passes to each other or something back then. But I think it's Kyle McCord that is the favorite to get the job. But that's – I mean, neither of them are national names. And for the first time – that's the first time in forever that that's happened at Ohio State. Yeah. But they do have um, Marvin Harrison Jr., who's – the best wide receiver prospect that we've seen in a long time. Doesn't matter who's throwing the football. He will catch it. Yeah, exactly. Well, maybe if Logan was throwing the football, it might matter, but I could throw a mean spiral. <laughs> so I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's, I want to say Penn state does it this year. Cause I'm tired of the same two when in the other side, but that'd be fun. I, it's good. I think it's going to be one of those two in the end. It'd be fun in the West. It's a, a toss-up. I think Illinois could win. I think Iowa could win. Uh, Wisconsin could. Minnesota could. I don't think Purdue, Nebraska, or 
Northwestern. Let me. Well, so I think it's a four-team race. Okay, so let's just say hypothetically, Penn State does get the better of one of them, and regardless, which team do you think has the best chance to win a national title? Probably still Ohio State. Probably. I think they're more of an SEC type team than Michigan or Penn State. Yeah. A little more spread, a little more athletic. Um, and I would say Penn State's second there, though. That's fair. Okay. We shall see. We'll see. I, I'm, uh, Penn State is like one of my most intriguing teams going into the going into the the season because the they've been right there like last year they lost two games it was Ohio and state and Michigan like the year before they were no year before they were not very good um but they've always been right there and there's a lot of talk that this is the year you know their quarterbacks uh, uh was a very highly highly uh, ranked recruit their running back is a killer singletary singleton Nick singleton yeah. is could be one of the best running backs in college football for the next two years. And they've apparently fixed the O-line. So we'll see. We'll see. We're going to find out. Season starts next yeah. week. But you think one of those three wins is the one or is there multiple Big Ten teams in the Final Four this year? I, I would. I think there's one. I Probably just one. I think there's only one this year. Yeah. Especially if those three just kind of beat up on each other. Then maybe. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, this weekend, um, just a handful of games, as I mentioned at the top, uh, the big one, obviously be Notre Dame, Notre Dame heads to Ireland, takes on Navy, uh, the other ranked team, uh, USC opens up in week zero against San Jose state. Nothing really of note. Um, the games this weekend. Suck, yeah, it's but week they're, zero. They're, they're legit games. Like yeah, they, mean they something, actually mean something, so it's, but it's, I'm going to be glued to the TV. Right. The ones I can watch. I just saw a tweet. I think it was from – oh, crap. I don't know his name. I can't think of his name. But he's like, UMass, New Mexico State, primetime ESPN on Saturday while the number six team in the country is on Pac-12 Network. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? <laughs> and we wonder why there's only four teams left in the back. That's, uh, that's a problem. That's a problem. Okay, uh, let's move on to basketball. Uh, not that it's basketball season by any means, but we do have some things to talk about. Um, over the weekend or towards the end of the week, I don't remember when it was, uh, Illinois finally dropped the um, non-conference men's basketball schedule. Um, some of those games we already knew. Some of them were new information. Um, I saw, I think it was Scott Ritchie said that he already had – like they had all already been released, we just didn't have dates. I was like, I don't, I don't remember, seeing remember. some of it. I don't know. Some of the stuff just kind of trickles out over the course of the year and whatever. Uh, but yes, we do have the full non-conference schedule now, uh, which means we do have the full schedule. Correct? No, There's I mean we 10, know the opponents. We just don't know the dates. We don't, yeah. yeah, we don't know the dates for Big Ten. Um, so just to kind of go over the the home schedule, kind of sucks from a competitive standpoint. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not to say Illinois can't drop a game to Valpo, but uh, other than Marquette, Marquette is a premier opponent that will be coming to Champaign in top November, 10. a top 10 top opponent, maybe five. big time team uh, part as a part of the Gavit games, uh, November 14th on a Tuesday night. 
that's a big time game. Uh, but the rest of the home games to start the season, Eastern Illinois, Oakland, Valpo, Southern, Western Illinois, and Colgate, um, a team that has made that's the tournament, a tournament team. Um, from yeah. time to time. Um, but not not too uh, exciting. Is Roger Powell the coach at Valpo? He is. That's, I was going to get to that. See, there we go. That's, that's a story at least. Yeah. Um, Roger Powell, former Illini great uh, in his Valpo Crusaders. I don't remember. I live 45 minutes from campus. No. I don't remember what their nickname is. They just changed uh, it, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember what they are, though. They used to be the Crusaders. Oh, You're going to make Beacons. me look. They're the Beacons. The Beacons? I literally live 45 minutes, and I had no idea. They're the Beacons. Okay, great. I'm glad you know that information. Uh, They're but in yes. our conference, bro. They're in the Missouri Valley. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't care. Um, but yeah, that's that's the home slate, and then fa- Fairly Dickinson. You, you also say you missed one. Fairly Dickinson. Cinderella. Yes, Fairly Dickinson. Um, is the last of the non-conference games. Another home one at the end of December, Friday, December 29th. So yes, that is an interesting one. Um, a Cinderella team uh, coming to Champaign. Um, so of the home games. We will, we'll get on the other ones in a second, but of those home games, what, what are your thoughts here? Uh, like you said, there's there's one tough one. <laughs> there's only one tough one, um, and it's a, it's a really tough one. Um, and I don't know if it's by design, but obviously Marquette in the Gava Games. Gava Games, Illinois did not take um, part in last year. Two years ago, they lost to Marquette in Milwaukee. Um, and that kind of was the start of us being like, okay, what's going on here? I remember Curbella was terrible that game, and it was a crazy ending that Marquette hit a layup with like five seconds left and then stole the ball and hit another. It was just a wild game. Um, the Roger Powell return is awesome. Good to see. I hope he does well in Valpo except for this game and the two he plays, the Salukis. Um, but he's going to – that will bring a crowd just for him. For, for Rev, uh, Colgate tournament team, um, don't know how much they have returning. Western Illinois, Brad spent how many years at Western? Ten? Yeah. Ten-plus Ten years yeah. as, as an assistant at Western, so for them to come back is cool. Eastern, obviously, um, the rivalry – not rivalry, but in-state, uh, in-state game. But what I noticed was – is it three straight? Three straight Friday games and no Saturday games in Champaign. It's interesting. I mean, I know it is football season. You know, some want to reserve Saturdays for college football, but Illinois is not at home. I I, I didn't do that. Let's compare the football schedule with this basketball schedule. Is it like, could you do a double up Friday and Saturday? Tenth, they play... November 10th, basketball plays who? Oakland. 11th, football hosts Indiana. 17th, basketball hosts Valpo. 18th, football is at Iowa. And then the 24th, basketball hosts Western. And 25th, football hosts Northwestern. So two of the three, you could do a double dip if you're making a trip of it. You know, go for the basketball game on Friday night and stay for the football game Saturday. But I just thought it was interesting that there were 
three weeks in a row, you know, that you, uh, that you do that actually, or, uh, football, basketball hosts, um, home game. Robert Rosenthal did say that, uh, notice that the, including the exhibition, there are three double ups because Ottawa's a Friday and Wisconsin football is yeah. a Saturday. So it is what it is, but that's the first thing that I saw was Friday night games. Cause you know me, I'm trying to plan a trip to go back there and I would have loved for a basketball game to be on a Saturday, but, um, but yeah, yep. not to be a lot of no home games, a lot of Fridays, a lot of Fridays. Uh, so those are the home games. Um, Illinois does have three more non-conference games on the schedule. They're all three in a row and they're well, outside of Marquette. They're the three toughest games on the schedule. Um, on Tuesday, December 5th, they return to New York City in Madison Square Garden uh, to play in the Jimmy V Classic against a Final Four team in Florida Atlantic. Jesus. What a draw. <laughs> what a draw. Uh, there's a fun, there's a fun fact out of this that I'm excited to talk about here in a second, but I'm going to get through the rest of this first. So that's on December 5th. And then four days later... On a Saturday, Craig, you can drive to Knoxville. Uh, Illinois heads to Tennessee to play the Volunteers um, in Knoxville. So that's two in a row against, um, I mean, Florida Atlantic was a Final Four team. Um, I don't know if they're in the top 25, but. um, Oh, they'll be top 10 or 15 because they get everyone back. There you go. Uh, So then there's two in a row, Florida Atlantic in New York City, then four days later in Knoxville against Tennessee. And then, of course, Friday, December 22nd in St. Louis, against Mizzou uh, for bragging rights. So all three of the away games or neutral site games are back to back to back um, in December, right before and after finals week. So we talked about the home games thoughts on thoughts on the draw here. We we've known about Tennessee for a while. Obviously Missouri was happening. The Florida Atlantic thing that kind of, uh, I don't think we knew that up until recently. Um, a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. that's when it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think it's uh, because there's on the non-conference release schedule here. There's that big gap between the ninth and the twenty-second because you're gonna have two Big Ten games in between those. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna go Florida Atlantic neutral in North in not North Carolina in New York on the road at Tennessee. Yep. They will probably be in the top twenty-five. Then you're gonna have two Big Ten teams. Let's hope they're cupcakes. And then you're going to have Missouri, who seems to be on an upward trajectory. So that December 5th to December 22nd is going to be a gauntlet. Yeah. That's what I take away from this. You want to know the thing. you want to know the fun fact? Maybe you've already seen this. Maybe you already know this, but I'm going to drop it on you. Okay? You ready for this? Drop it. Drop it. So think back to the most recent men's basketball tournament. The East Regional, the regional that ended up in Madison Square Garden, where Purdue was the one seed. Do you know who the four teams playing in the second round on the top half of that bracket were? It would have been FAU, FDU. (laughs) Was it Tennessee and Marquette? Tennessee and Duke. (laughs) Three of the four (laughs) playing in that that pod, in that second round pod. In uh, New York. are well, they led into New York. I don't know. Okay. The first they were split up because Fairleigh Dickinson and gotcha. Florida Atlantic were in Columbus, and the other ones in Orlando. But three of those four teams were in that little pod. I just thought that was interesting. 
Um, but yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's the, that's the non-con we've known most of the, some of it here and there. Um, you got to win games that you, that's, I was just counting <laughs> you, how many W's you got to win. There. You got to win the games you should win. Um, you have to count. Let's see. There's 11 true games. Cause there's the Ottawa exhibition. There's 11 games here. How many wins do you see? I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'll say nine. That's my number. I'm not going to tell you what they are. Uh, I don't think Ted at Tennessee is a win. I'm going to chalk that up as a loss, but I think Missouri, Florida Atlantic and Marquette could all be toss ups. So I think they win two of those every every year. I'm going to say Illinois beats Missouri. I know it has not. They should. Been, it has they, not been. There's no reason why they shouldn't beat Missouri every single yeah. year. Like nine yeah. out of ten times, they should always beat Missouri, but that doesn't mean they do. So I got Missouri as a win. I got Tennessee as a loss, and then I think you split with Marquette and Florida Atlantic. Yeah, I think that's. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Got to win the games that uh, the rest of them. I mean, you got a pretty easy. Other than those three or four, you got a pretty easy non-conference schedule. Um, yep. so you gotta win, gotta take care of business when you can, um, and, uh, fight through, fight through the other ones. So the other fun thing to come out of the men's yeah. basketball schedule, which I'm sure everybody that's watching this has already seen it, but we haven't had a chance to talk about it. Uh, yeah. I think it was the day after they dropped all of this, the non-conference schedule, they then were not announced an additional exhibition game. To be played in Champaign at the State Farm Center against the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, Illinois, of course, went to Kansas last year and played a secret scrimmage. The game that Luke... St. Louis. Oh, it was in St. Louis. Correct. I'm sorry. In St. Louis, they played a secret scrimmage against Kansas. That was the game Luke Goody uh, ultimately got hurt and then was forced to miss most of the season. So probably don't really want him to play. (laughs) Um, but a lot of headlines here for an exhibition game. Uh, Obviously this first and foremost, the, this is a charity exhibition game. All funds, all proceeds are going to benefit, uh, what's going on in Maui, um, going towards that. Um, and you know, they're going to send all the money there. And, uh, and I know that's something that, you know, both these programs, but especially Kansas, I believe Kansas is playing in Maui this year as a part of the Maui Invitational. Um, so I think that was part of the deal here too, is, you know, just to, cause that's, you know, the Maui invitational tournament is such a big deal in college basketball. So, uh, you know, I think that's part of this. Uh, but yeah, a lot of headlines, as I mentioned, the, the return of bill self, uh, bill hasn't, he, Oh yeah. You for, sorry, forgot Maui is the best field ever this year. I think people are saying great. And we're going to have a, and they are included. Yeah. And they're in it. Um, this is the return of Bill Self to Champaign. Bill came back to the area last year for uh, another, another event, um, the Coaches versus Cancer event at Gordyville. Uh, but this will be the first time he's coaching at in Champaign. Again, this is just an exhibition game. The results of this game will not matter when it comes to the overall record. Uh, but it is still, it is going to be a, a uh, actual game, uh, an exhibition game that they will sell tickets for. Uh, it'll be on Big Ten Network, so it'll have a national television oh, audience. I, hadn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, it's going to be televised on Big Ten Network. Um, awesome. And Hunter Dickinson 
Is this the game where Hunter finally gets his W against the Illini? I will have and to it see. won't count. <laughs> it won't count. <laughs> no, I think I almost uh, tweeted this and posted this. Sorry, not no longer tweeting, posting. Um, I would almost, I would almost love for the Orange Crush just to give him a huge standing ovation when he came out because <laughs> it's a, I mean, it's a fake game. He's yes. no longer playing at Michigan. He's at Kansas, not a rival. Um, although you do would love to beat Kansas, I would just love for the crowd to go wild and just welcome him with open arms. I think that would be so funny. <laughs> so a couple things come from this one. I didn't mention the, the video that was released by you have the visitor or just a, just a dog that wants to chat. Now someone's coming home. So you're in the uh, garage. Door. Gotcha. Of course. Um, the video that Illinois athletics tweeted out or posted, um, with the announcement was Brad and Bill uh, doing a FaceTime um, was a cool little thing to introduce the game that we're going to do that. Uh, Bill Self mentions Hunter Dickinson's name towards the end and how he's going to walk out with Hunter so that the booze or whatever. Uh, it was just this little silly thing, but like that was a blown opportunity. Hunter Dickinson should have cameoed in that video. 150 percent i do not know why he didn't yeah that would have been great (laughs) like why hunter didn't just poke his head out at the like just blown opportunity um also the video now i was somebody did tell me about did you see my yeah i know okay so yeah yeah (laughs) it's not really important but like i thought like this this is a fairly this is what goes through logan this is a fairly believable like i knew this was all staged like i understand this is just a promotional video but like it seemed fairly believable and then i look at brad's computer and he has the entire adobe suite on there and i'm like okay well i can't fully believe this now i did somebody did tell me that everybody on campus gets the full adobe suite whatever i don't care it's not that important i just thought it was funny um i i mean i saw your tweet and my thought was that's not his computer i I know that's edited the video i know that's the point that's why this is almost (laughs) sham because it wasn't his computer anyway it's okay logan it's okay it's okay (laughs) that's not a big deal i know it's not a big deal um Honestly, my first thought, not my first thought, first thought was like, oh, this is awesome. Illinois, Kansas. And then I was like, you know, this is the only way Illinois would get Kansas to come to Champaign. Oh, yeah, or for sure. Bill Self to come back to Champaign. For sure. A game that doesn't matter. It's for charity. You know, I just don't see it. Right now, I don't see it as a schedule fit. So this was the only way to get Bill back to Champaign while yeah. still coaching. I don't know how much longer Bill Self has. You know, he had a health scare. Just last year. Yeah. So for him to come back with a – what did they do in the tournament last year? I don't remember. Bowed out too early. Yeah, no kidding. Everyone uh, did. But, I mean, a I perennial blue – they're a blue blood. They're a blue blood. To, to get one of the five or six blue bloods to come into Champaign, even if it is an exhibition uh, charity game, awesome. Just great. I wish we were closer so we both could go because we both probably would go to this. Um, you you still might. I'm probably they not. Lost but... by a point to Arkansas. Remember, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Who? How did we forget? I'm terrible. Had Illinois kind of obviously beaten Arkansas, they would have played. Yes, yeah, so that's right. Yes, I forgot that's about right. it too. So they, they lost in the. This second is why round. we suck. <laughs> oh, dude, I I can remember some of the weirdest stuff. But if people ask me like. 
any results from the last year. I'm like, I know, I know San Diego State made it to the championship. I couldn't tell you who they beat to get there. I know Florida Atlantic made it to the Final Four. Couldn't tell you who they beat to get there. Who even won the national championship last year? UConn. UConn. There you go. UConn beats San Diego State, right? Correct. Or did they beat Florida Atlantic? Correct. San Diego State. Okay. See, like, who was the other Final Four I'm, team? Oh God, I'm looking at it. That's the only. Way I know. I, I know, know. I know. Okay, give me a second. We spent all of our it, time talking about this stuff. No, focusing on this. No, stuff. it wasn't Creighton. Creighton lost to San Diego State. Yeah. In the Elite Eight. Who did this team beat in the Elite Eight? Texas. Texas was a two seed. Were they the three seed? This team was it. Were they the three they were seed? The five. They were the five seed. Conference. Currently the ACC. Miami. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. See, I. Yep. I wouldn't have got that. Yeah. I would not. Have got no. That. This is why we suck. Um, I do want to say, though, before we go, do you remember the last time Illinois did a game like this? Like an exhibition game against a real opponent? I just talked to Christy about this last night. Brad's first game. Eastern. At Eastern Illinois. And Illinois lost. And Trent laid an egg. Trent was awful. Everyone was awful. Yeah, but like Trent, that was like Trent's first game, and he was just abysmally bad. Uh. The one thing I remember from that, I covered it, so I was sitting baseline shooting the highlights, and at half or halftime or between the media timeout or something, they put two EIU students in the bubbles, mm-hmm. you know, the big bubble balls, and they just ran toward each other. And one was, I think, one was a dude, pretty muscular, and the other was a chick, and they hit each other, and that <laughs> the girl went flying and did multiple backflips. I saved the clip and we watched that at WCIA countless times. Glad you remember it that. It was hilarious. Glad you remember. So here's my question. I remember, here's... I remember stuff like that, but I don't, don't remember, remember who was in the final four last year. Okay, here's my question. I know this is an exhibition game. Yeah. Okay. This The results of this game literally mean nothing. Yep. But let's just say hypothetically mm-hmm. Illinois goes out and absolutely throttles Kansas. I know it's not realistic, but this is my question. You never know. Is that supposed to impact the rankings? Yeah. I mean, it would have to. I mean, if this is a, this is to. not a closed scrimmage. This is a game that people are going to watch, and it's going to be on television. Yeah. So you would have to think hypothetically, even though the, it won't count in the records. Like, even if it's not a throttling, but, like, does – Will this matter? To, I mean, we're talking about have to a top it, 10 team it. and a borderline top 25 team. I think Illinois should be a top 25 team, but they're probably not going to be to start the season. But, yeah. I mean, it, this game, it, like, this is a legitimate – these are two legitimate opponents that are going to be playing yeah. each other in an exhibition game. Like, this has to have some sort of it, it, ramifications on how the preseason polls come out, If assuming it's not just, you know, Kansas by 30. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's just my – that's just my little question. So, anyway, that's coming up October 29th. Pretty excited. I don't know that I'll make it for that, but I would love to. That would be a great game to go down yeah. for. Um, that would what's be the, uh, what's the football? Oh, it's a bye week. Yeah, it's a bye week. Bye week. So that is that. Um, the other best yeah, Illinois basketball note that just came across the wire. 
um, a little bit ago that we don't need to spend too much time talking about because he was his Illinois tenure was shorter than Sky Clark's. But uh, former line eye Jeremiah Williams, burn, uh, who transferred to Rutgers from Iowa State while going to Illinois between, um, has been charged with tampering with records related to the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigations probe into sports gambling. So for a little bit of backstory, this is the Jeremiah Williams story that was kind of somewhat slowly starting to leak out while he was being, while he was coming to Illinois. So there was this whole thing, like, is he even going to be eligible health wise, first off? And then there was this whole gambling thing. Um, So that seems to be a large reason as to why he was released from his scholarship um once that came to light and now we know what happened so that story is out there you can read that if you're interested either way he's not with the illinois program anymore we don't need to worry about him he wasn't there very long uh he's in piscataway but this is why but this is why he was not there this is long. why he is not in <laughs> they knew this, was this is why ty rogers is your point guard and you don't have another another option um for this very reason so <sighs> How are we doing? Let's get moving. Let's get let's keep going. Let's keep, We've been talking for a lot longer than I thought. We're we're not even at an hour. I know, but we got like four more topics. What do you want to, to talk, talk about? about? Fantasy football. Oh, you playing this year? A little bit. Have my first draft. I don't even know if I'm playing this year. I can't even get my people to text me back. So that's not true. Most you, of the league has responded. So if you don't have a draft date set by now, you're. <laughs> See, You're behind the eight ball. That's, I'm not. I'm not here to vent about my friends, but my problem with our league. But please vent about your friends. Our pro- my problem with our league and, and being the commissioner for our league is that it's always a struggle to fill the spots, and I feel like I'm always having to beg people to play, and I'm over that. Like I just yeah. don't care enough. So I'm that way in our baseball league. Um, football, we've had a couple people leave, but I've been lucky to find people. But our the football league with like my closest friends is slowly falling apart and I'm very disappointed. I don't know if any that. of these people are going to listen to this, but if, you do, say, if any of them I are love listening, you all, uh, you know who you are. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, I hope we can get to 10. So anyway, Second to, um, well, we have 12. So oh, even if we lose a couple, we can still, we can still go. What do you want to talk about? Fantasy um, football? Well, before that, there is actual football news. Jonathan Taylor mm. has been given permission to seek a trade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, there's one team, and I'm going to text friend of the pod because there's one team that just makes too much sense because they are like a running back away from being one of the best offenses in the league. Would that be the Bears? The Bears! <laughs> yeah. Like they have all this money, and they're, I mean, Dalvin Cook has been sitting out there. And Hit up Lou. Been sitting, but those are, those are kind of got some tread on the tires. Jonathan Taylor's still in his prime. Bears are a running back, and maybe not a running back away. They do need some O-line help still, probably. Yeah. But Jonathan Taylor in this Bears offense with Justin Fields, DJ Moore, Cole Komet, Darnell Mooney, like that's one of the best skill position groups in the NFL. Is it going to happen? I don't know if the Bears are going to go that route. Probably not. But, I mean, come on, Bears. Like – I mean, I would love for the Cowboys to get him, too, because I don't know about Tony Pollard, but I don't know if that's going to happen either. Interesting, though, that Taylor is uh, yeah, 
No, I, out I, I, there. Had, I literally just just saw that. So I'm glad you caught that. Okay. So go on. Fantasy football. What what should we talk about? What's on your mind? What do you want to get out there to the people? Hold on. I'm seeing if there's anything else. The Colts are seeking a first round pick or package of picks that equates to as much. Colt translation, Colts are not giving away Jonathan Taylor, and the price if they trade him will be high. Bears have an extra first round pick. I'm just saying. And it's probably going to be high because they have their own and they have Carolinas. So I think there's a fit there. Just saying. Um, I mean, nothing nothing in particular about uh, fantasy football. Just kind of it's happening. Your thoughts? You know, who are some of your targets? Well, I have to know if I have a league first to target people. No. You're um, only in one, so if this no, one falls have, apart, I you're like a, out? I'm in a second. But I'm in five. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in two. <laughs> I'm in two. Um, I don't know. I haven't even looked at that much. Um, I know players that I don't want anymore. I've kept. I've been holding on to Kyler Murray for several years, and that's coming to an end. Um, definitely not that, keeping that him there. Um, my I so I'm in I'm in a league that's is it 16 teams? Um, Jeez. I think I'm in a 16. Oh, you've told me about this before, yeah. And it's there. I think we keep three. Um, and uh, I've held on to the same core group for a while. It's been Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, and Kyler Murray um, have been my three keepers for the last several years in that league. And that's done pretty well for me. Um, this year, I think I'm going to go a different direction, though. I'm not sure who are those running backs I'm going to keep. I'm definitely not keeping Kyler Murray. Um, but I also have Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith. Um, so I'm keeping Segway, three right there. of... Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. Keeping three of those. I, w- I would keep Chubb, Smith, and Waddle. That's kind of what I'm leaning towards as well. Into my dilemma. Okay. And I, I love it. I mean, if you're in here live, answer this in the chat. If you're listening after, comment your answer. Um, answer Logan's question there. Is my camera what, out of focus. What, Go on. It is a little That's bit. Weird. What three of his four would you keep? I have two dilemmas. Okay. One of them is a pretty easy you know, there's, it's two players. Keep one or the two. You can. It's a, it's a um, twelve-team half PPR two-keeper league. Devonte Smith or Chris Olave. That has been keeping me up at night because every ranking I look at, you said Olave point? is ranked half point PPR. Every ranking that I look at, whether it be Yahoo, CBS, ESPN. Alave is 25, Smith 26, or Smith is 24, Alave is 25. They're like right next to each other in every ranking. So theoretically, they're probably not that different. But I can only pick one of the two because my other one is Jamar Chase. Don't even have to talk about that because that's obvious. Uh, the source I use quite a bit has a fairly bigger difference. Uh, Alave at 22 and Smith at 27. But that's kind of you want to reveal your sources. Uh, fantasy pros. Um, oh, okay. It's I'm an leaning aggregate. towards a it's lot. It's an of aggregate. Um, they use a lot of different places, but uh, yeah, that's what they have. They have a lot of right. twenty-two. Okay. And who else? I'm, you that's said? what oh, I'm you leaning Jamar towards. Chase. Yeah, he's top yeah. three. Keeping Jamar Chase, so it's down to yeah. those two. I was terrible last year, so I traded away everyone else. That's a pretty um, good quarter. So keep. there's. Yeah, I mean, well, I got lucky because I had 
Um, so Buddy had Jamar Chase. He got hurt early last year or like midseason last year, and the dude was in the playoff race. So I got Chase and a first-round pick for Cooper Cup because Cup was still healthy. You know? I think I remember you telling me about or, this. A week or two later, Cup got hurt for the year and missed the rest of the year. So kind of screwed him there a little bit, but I got lucky with and got Chase, who was going number one to some. My other dilemma is more of a dynasty keeper league. You get to keep four, and it's an auction draft, $200. To keep them, you add a dollar to their previous year salary. Yeah. And then this is only the third year of it. If you keep them for four years, the fifth year, you have to add five year, $5 for each additional. So I've got Justin Jefferson in that one for $41. A.J. Brown for 23 DK would be 17. Josh Jacobs would be 17. Jalen Hurts would be 14. James Conner would only be four. Jerry Judy would be seven. That's kind of what I'm going between there. I can only keep four of them. So my dad was telling me the story about his league. The he's yeah. in a he's been in the same, he'll be listening to this, the same salary cap style league for the last 30 plus years. And yep. he told me the amount of money that Jalen Hurts went for, like set records. It's just this yes, year. This year. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just like an ungodly large number. So do you when, know how, when what, he do you tells know what the cap is? I don't remember. But he, the number he told me, I believe, started with a four. And uh, you're telling me 14. So yeah. I'm thinking in my head, you know what? If somebody in another league is willing to pay 40 plus dollars for him, I think you can afford to pay him 14. <laughs> So. Uh, yeah, I initially I didn't. Initially, I did not have Hertz as one of my keepers, but I've come around to the fact that that he will be. I mean, Kyler Murray went for thirty three last year. Uh, Mahomes went for fifteen. Yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, I'm probably going to keep Hertz for fourteen. I would keep Hertz, Jefferson, and Brown. So Jefferson for forty one and Brown for twenty three. So it's really coming down to Connor for four, Josh Jacobs for seventeen, and DK for seventeen. Or Jerry Judy for six. So I, I doubt it though. Let me think on that. Yeah. I I'll, mean, I, I'll give you an answer. That later. one I need, I, I do need to know eight o'clock tomorrow is the deadline okay. for that one because the draft is next week. I'll have an answer for um, you by then. But that, those are my dilemmas. Okay. I've been, I've been doing so much fantasy football prep this year, like way more than normal. That's all I listen to is fantasy football podcasts. I did have my first draft yesterday while I was on the golf course, and it might be the best draft I've ever done <laughs> while I was on the golf course. <laughs> so that means I'm not going to make the playoffs, nope. obviously. But nope. I only had one auto pick. It was in the third round. Well it auto picked Aaron Jones for me. Okay, which isn't a terrible pick, but I needed I, at the in time the I needed round. a receiver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wanted Jameer Gibbs, All right. who went the very next pick, Fair. or or DJ Moore. Okay, but well, that's great. Yeah, hit me up with the fantasy questions. I love talking fantasy football, but you know the hashtag. No one cares about your fantasy team. I Everybody has seven, it. and it's... nobody has time for anybody else's. Exactly. Uh, All right, let's move on. Okay, we didn't talk about doing a top five. Do you want to do a top? Five? We did not. Um, is there anything baseball? I got baseball in the graphic here. I mean, baseball the Cubs are winning some games and losing some games. My fantasy baseball team is on a surge right now i've overtaken second place in my league i've Mm -hmm. gone like we're head-to-head comp or categories i i'm like 17 and two in the last two weeks 
Um, so crushing. Um, the Cardinals called up one of their Mason uh, Wynn. They called up Mason Wynn. And then Pete Alonso threw his ball into the stands. Yeah, that was douchey. <laughs> uh, but no, they called up the guy they traded Flaherty for. Already. Oh, okay. He's starting tonight, okay. which is interesting. Also, the Angels called up their first round pick. I know. They're from desperate, this year. man. I picked him up. Fancy. They are desperate <laughs> to pull anything together to make the yeah. playoffs. They are trying yeah. so hard to do whatever they can to keep Shohei Otani in, in Anaheim. I just don't think it's working. No. And it will it will not work, unfortunately. I wanted to see him stay there. I wanted to see him and Trout win a World Series. Uh, but he is gonna go on to Trout never he will. is going to go Shohei on to might. um better things, whether that's just up the road or on a different coast, or maybe in Chicago. Shohei Otani will not be in Anaheim. The White Sox? No. No. Oh. He if he comes to Chicago, he'll be on the north side. I think if he comes Evanston? if he goes anywhere that's not on a coast, I think it will be the north side of Chicago. I think you're underestimating his friendship with Lars Newbar. Okay. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, you don't need I pitching. Put, so, you're loaded with pitching. Yeah, oh. right. Now we are. Re- replenish the, the, the prospects here. Um, for our top five, I put in fast food. I like it. Because but, did you see the bar stool? Yes, I, yes. Yeah, they had some – there was some – I didn't listen. To, uh, I listened to like the first half I didn't of it. Listen to it. Yeah, I turned it off when Chipotle was the first pick. I turned it off. Well, like, Chipotle's fast food. food. I had no issues with that. Uh, what would you call it? Fast casual. What's the difference? Basically drive through. Some Chipotle. I have a Chipotle here that has a drive through. Okay, well, that's a new development. I, I mean, I had no problem with Chipotle, but there were some other ones on that list that were not yeah. fast food. Yep. Um, so you want so to? That's do, why I picked. Fast you want to do a top five real quick? Just top five fast food. Yeah. Pick? Yeah. Okay. So what are our rules here? I'm I'm going to not say anything. And let us each pick, and then we can do what they do. And if if it's not fast food, okay, nope. All right, you can I start. Mean, I'll let you pick. I yeah. did not do any prep for this. I'm just going to go off the top of my head. I actually, I will. I'm going to go to their draft because that will have a bunch of them in front of me. But. That's where I got my my first thoughts. I mean, you know, uh, you're first. referring to Barstool Chicago. Uh, yeah, was the, the dog one. walk. Yeah, the dog walk. Eddie's thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't do I even need to say where I go. I mean, I'm gonna pick the place that I eat at seven times a week. Go ahead. Chick-fil-A. It doesn't get any better. Everything on the menu is fantastic, always tastes good, always consistent. And one of my it's not really underrated, it's kind of like a pet peeve. That's not a pet peeve. I judge restaurants, mainly fast food restaurants, on how good the soda is out of their fountain. And the Chick-fil-A sodas it's never tastes flat. It never gets like mixed with one of the other sodas in those funky Coke machines. Chick-fil-A, it's the perfect fast food. It's the perfect perfect restaurant, number one. I mean, I I I enjoy Chick-fil-A. And they they made a comment on their show, whoever it was, about the consistency. And I agree with that. Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. is the most consistent fast food restaurant I've ever come across. Mm-hmm. Uh, their food is great. Big fan of their milkshakes. Um, I just, I'm a, I'm a milkshake guy and they have the best of the fast food world. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I will only say, and while they, they are, they do get through it pretty quickly. Those lines can be a little too ridiculous. 
Um, so I got to order ahead. Well, bro. I I do, and I have figured that out. But like that, be my one knock on Chick Fil A is like. But as I said, they they do go through pretty quickly. But I I don't have a lot of qualms with you taking Chick Fil A for one overall. You know what we've got in Louisville right now? What's that? Their food testing food truck. I've seen that. Did you post something about that? Yeah, yes. Little Blue Menu food truck is in Louisville right now. It has been for about a month. I think we got it for another month. They've got um, wings, like bone-in wings and straight fries. And there's something else. There's one other thing that they're – I don't know if it's like testing, but it's like to give people an extra you know, an extra option. It was good. I prefer the actual menu. The wings were very small, and the breading was – there was something about the breading that I didn't love. Um but I, I mean, I would go again. It's but I would rather have the actual food. But it was it was a nice little alternative. Okay, I like it. I okay. like it. Go ahead. All right. Um, I know where you're going. No, you don't. You yeah, don't know. Do. Actually, I got to go to the place that I have had a back and forth relationship with for most of my life. But it's it's the king for a reason. Uh, I'm going to take McDonald's. Oh. Um, it's upset of the century. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. There's a reason why it's the largest fast food chain in the world. Uh, is it the best? Probably not. Is it the one that I go to the most? Probably yes. It is the best wow. bang for your buck if you're trying to not spend a ton of money because you can't go anywhere right now. And it like you used to be able to go to places and pay $5 and get full on a lunch. You can't do that anymore. You remember the dollar menu? Any of these places that I'm looking at on this list, just to go to lunch, it's at least $10. At least. McDonald's is like the, one of the biggest exceptions to that. Um, Is it the best? No, I won't try to sit here and tell you that it is, but I, it's, it's the biggest and the most successful for a reason. Um, I'm a big orange high C guy. As has been well documented. Yeah, you are. Um, I will take the king at number one, McDonald's. You want me to hot take you right now? McDonald's is trash. I have 12 fast food restaurants listed. McDonald's is not on my list. Okay. Their burger, their burgers gross me out. I mean, that's that fine. I, I get that. I, 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 I will do a breakfast. There's nothing wrong with I love their breakfast. They have the best – some of the best sweet tea in the, in the, in the game. But I can't do their burgers anymore. I don't know why. There, something hit me about a year ago, and I'm like, I, I can't. There are, I'll do the nuggets. There are better all, burgers all out there. But I can go there for $6 and get lunch and be more than full. And I can't do yeah. that anywhere else. So yeah. Okay, so you're drafting based on your like wallet. Not necessarily. That It's like taking, I don't know, McDonald's is McDonald's. Like it's, it is. It's billions and billions served. Like it's That's just what they are. So – it is the original fast food restaurant. Speaking of burgers, my number two. Go ahead. You can have it. Culver's. Culver's. I, I could have swore that's where you it, were going it, once. Yeah, that would have been my next pick. Yeah. If there was one closer to us, it takes like 15 to 20 for us to get to the closest Culver's. They're, they're not big in the south. Um, if they were closer, we would go just as much as Chick-fil-A. Their burgers are always spot on. I love the crinkle cup fries. The um, uh, I kind of regret. I kind of regret this. I'm not gonna lie. The, <laughs> the chicken tenders are are like unique. You can't get another chicken tender like that anywhere else. And again, 
their soda is always on point. Their Dr. Pepper is always consistently good. So I'm going Culver's number two. I cannot believe you let that slide. I'm not happy with that decision. I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm not. I, I almost took it. I didn't think you were going to take it right there. Um, all right. That's fine. Um, okay. I got a pick. I'm going to take one that's not on this list that I'm referencing. Okay. I got a couple on the on mine too um, that aren't. So I hope you don't take it's it. It's a fairly new development for me personally. Okay. Within the past couple years. Uh, I'm sure it's more. There's probably more of them where you're at. Uh, it's Raising Canes. Oh, no. I love Canes. <laughs> I didn't think you'd go I there. I love Canes. Oh, my God. It, I was going to save that for the fifth round because I didn't fifth think you round? were familiar with it. I didn't think you were familiar oh, with it. Craggy. Uh, yeah, there's one here. And it's it's wonderful. Um, it is. It's. I think it's the chicken is better than Chick-fil-A. Um, I really do. The overall experience, I mean, they don't, it's a pretty limited menu. If you think Chick-fil-A's menu is limited, like Raising Cane's, like it's it's chicken tenders, chicken fingers, chicken fries, fries, coleslaw, and, and Texas toast. They, I mean, you can't get barbecue. You can't get anything no, else. It's there. their sauce. It's only their sauce. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that Texas toast is phenomenal. The fries are good. Like I'm going to take Raising Cane's with my second pick. I'm, I'm not thrilled with how I've gone about this, but – I let you have Culver's. No, it's so I'm going to take Canes. My number two. If you would have taken Culver's, I would have taken Canes and gone back to back chicken. And I could have gotten McDonald's later. Yeah. You could. Oh, you could have. I was not going to draft McDonald's. That's fine. You could have got McDonald's in okay. the fifth. Well, now I know. I agree with you. Raising Canes, chicken tenders. Up until like a month or two ago, I liked their chicken tenders better than Chick fil A. But then I found out that Chick fil A uses different breading for their strips than they do for their nuggets. Mm hmm. There's a little bit of a different flavor, yeah. and I've really grown to like the Chick-fil-A tenders, but I do get Canes just as much. Uh, not just as much, but I do prefer Canes on certain days. So, I yes, I totally agree with you there. It's a worthy pick there. Okay, great. I'm going to go Mexican here, mm. but not the one you think I'm going to go with. I don't know what you're going to go with. Taco John's? I'm <laughs> I'm going Taco John's, baby. Those potato olays are that's, the best side any fast food that's restaurant. Such a Southern Illinois makes. take. Oh my God, they're so good. I would eat Taco John's every day if I could, but there aren't they aren't around anymore. Yeah. Like they're barely around. There was one in Marion. There was one in Champaign. They're not here. They are head and shoulders better than Taco Bell. I can count on one. If hand. you haven't had Taco John's. Go. I can count Get the potato on lays. one so hand the number of times I've had Taco John's. Uh, it was fine, but I wouldn't. It's not. It would not be in my on my board. So probably could have got that at number five. You could have. Yeah, you could have. Um, I will stick in the Mexican route, and I will take. I do think it is. It no. I'm, I'm taking Chipotle. Uh, it is fast food. I don't know how you can say it's not it, if it's subway fast food it's the same exact thing they're making the food in front of you they don't have a drive-through either most subways so yeah chipotle is fast food um kind of surprised it lasted this long but apparently you don't think it's fast food so i'm not a chipotle fan um, i think there are numerous other better burrito places maybe but in, in the fast food chain variety there ain't that many um you can maybe it's make an argument for a couple of them but um I don't know. The the consistency is the thing that I have to dock Chipotle on. 
Like there are times where I go into Chipotle and the it's not great. Uh, but at its best, mm-hmm. which you can still get, like you, I don't know how to, to tell you when to do it, but like I, it's still it's still up there for me. It's still one that I frequent uh, more okay. than most others. So I will take that with my third pick. Okay. I I don't dislike it. Like I'll I will obviously eat Chipotle, but I'm gonna tip picks here. Are we okay with tipping the picks? Sure, here? I'm not gonna take them. I know what you're. I'm. Qdoba is my number one. Yeah. Moe's is probably number two. See, I and then Chipotle. I haven't been to either of those nearly as many. We do have a Qdoba here. Um, I've had it a few times. I don't go to it nearly as much. The yeah. closest Moe's to me is like 40 minutes away. And when I'm up that way, I usually go other places. So yeah, um, I do like Moe's. I went to the one in Carbondale several times. Um, mm-hmm. But I just eat Chipotle far more regularly now than I do the other two. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I got a lot left on here because you took two that weren't even on my list. Um, I'm going to go back to chicken, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go back to chicken. And take Popeyes. The Popeyes chicken sandwich, similar to Raising Cane's, on some days hits better. Yeah. Than, than Chick Fil A. It's they're it's so thick, and the bun that they put it on is so good. Uh, that chicken sandwich is is a one. It's it's really good. So I'm gonna go Popeyes. Their fries are good. They've got the mashed potatoes with the Cajun gravy. Uh, mac and cheese at some some places. Uh, Popeyes is a worthy competitor to Chick Fil A, and it's good because they're like different kinds of chicken. So it depends on what you're feeling. I might get Popeyes for lunch tomorrow. That's great. Not a bad pick. Not one of my favorites, but I would prefer a couple other chicken places over it. But it's it's fine. Um. Okay. I'm still not thrilled that I didn't get Culver's. <laughs> But I'm pretty happy that this has fallen to me. Uh, it is not one that I've fortunately been able to eat a ton of because it, there's not one here. Um, but anytime I'm anywhere near one, you can ask Allison. I make an effort to go to Shake Shack. Um, I love Shake Shack. and It's my favorite yeah. restaurant, but I don't think of it as fast food. I, it's absolutely fast food. You order at a you order at a at, at a counter and they give you the food how is it not fast food it's not fast food to me because it's not fast enough you go in and order and wait for your food it's not like you do no that at it's not like you walk up and no, i i don't think shake shack's fast i don't what is what is it how is it not fast food it's fast casual okay jeff Lowe. that's a type of restaurant you can take it. I don't care, but it's. I, I just. I don't. I mean, I understand the whole fast casual thing, but like, what else is fast casual? Because Shake Shack is is absolutely fast food. I don't know what else it would be considered. I don't know. I'm taking it. I mean, go for it. I'm not. It's in. It's in food courts at malls. It's in, I mean, it's not, it's not table service. I mean, it's, I don't know. That, and that was Barstool's thing. Like if, if you don't need a waiter, it's fast food is what they said. 
So, okay, whatever. I'm looking at the whole fast casual thing. It's higher quality than fast food, whatever. Yeah. Sure. Okay, fine. Yeah, like I didn't – like Five Guys is my favorite – Five Guys and Shake Shack are my favorite burgers. I didn't put them on here because it's like – when I think fast food, I think of McDonald's burgers and Culver's burgers, not like good quality burgers. <sighs> okay. I'm still taking Shake Shack. Um, go for it. Pick. Go for it. Okay. You go ahead and take uh, Capital Grill for your, your last pick if you want. <laughs> okay. I'm torn. I'm torn because okay. I got a sandwich place. I got an ice cream place. I've got like a staple of fast food, and I don't know which one I want. I think for the nostalgia of home and it being the only thing other than McDonald's that we have in Pinckneyville, I got to go with Dairy Queen. It's like the all encompassing. You can get chicken, you can get burgers, you can. It's like Culver's. It's like a poor man's Culver's, but just for the fact that I grew up on it from the time I was three until twenty-seven when I or twenty-five when I fully moved out. I'm going to go with Dairy Queen. Okay. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to take Wendy's. Uh, yeah. I've been a big Wendy's guy this. most of my life. So of yeah. the um, big three, it's my favorite. Even though I took McDonald's first, um, Wendy's is has always been my favorite. So yeah. I will I will gladly take them. I'm happy with my with my group here. I will be honest. I, I get it. We can fight about this whole fast casual thing. Uh, if we want to, um, but uh, I'm pretty happy. With poll question. Head. Put it on the poll. Sure. Throw it uh, on the recapping. I went first. I took Chick-fil-A, Culver's, Taco John's, Popeye's, and Dairy Queen. Logan took McDonald's, Raising Cane's, Chipotle, Shake Shack, and Wendy's. Let us know in the comments who took who, like who won picks. the draft. Who won the better draft? Um, honorable mentions. I always tell everyone Jack in the Box is my favorite spot. I didn't take them. I don't know why. I love, love, love Jack in the Box. The fries are bomb. Um, I did not take uh, Arby's either because I have to be in a certain mood to get fast food roast beef, but their fries are outstanding. Their chicken's good, too. And then Arby's? Yeah. I don't know if I've their ever chicken had chicken strips there. are really good. And then I had Subway, obviously. Um, Subway on here. And then Burger King and Steak and Shake as well. Uh, I would have taken. You didn't have a list. Well, no, so but I would have taken have Jimmy John's over most everything you listed. I would have taken Taco Bell probably over most everything you just listed. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised Taco Bell didn't get picked. I thought you might. Take I like Taco Bell. Bell, but it's it's not my favorite. So, all right, that's fine. Good, good, yep. good draft. Anything else okay. we need to talk about? Big Brother. Movies. I got movies TV on here. Yeah, Big Brother is it's getting pretty interesting. Yeah, you we'll know, see. I don't I don't hate it as much as I thought I would. Um, there's one dude on there that just if he doesn't go home this week, I might stop watching. We'll see. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> I don't think there's anything. We're still trying to get to, we we're still trying to get to Oppenheimer and Barbie. I don't know when it's going to happen. Maybe maybe tomorrow. I don't. I said that last week too. You did. I don't know. You did. We shall see. But yeah. All right. Um, let's shut it down. I don't really have anything else to add. So, um, all right. He's Craig. I'm Logan. This is No One Asked Us. Follow us on all of our social media. We're really shutting her down um, right now. <laughs> you have something else to talk about? No. I mean, I, I didn't see. I caught up on Winning Time, the uh, Lakers show. I watched the first two episodes of season I two. I never started That's that. really good. Um, I did not catch any movies. I haven't been to the theater since Haunted Mansion at the end of July. So, I might go a whole yeah. month without going to the theater. Wow. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, I'll have another weekend coming up to try to catch up on a few others. Uh, what's the temperature down there? Is it going to be 150 down there like it is up here, too? <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, it's upper 90s. Um, yeah, that's how it's going to be here. So stay dry. Nope. Stay cool. <laughs> stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Uh, and we will see you all next week. For Craig, I'm Logan. Peace.